0: Well, what a difference a week makes in the world of Newcastle United. Just seven days ago, I was leaving the Emirates Stadium, uh, feeling a bit under a cloud uh, after Newcastle were hammered four-one by Arsenal uh, in North London, and yeah, I was. I have to be honest, I was concerned about where Newcastle were. But if football is a test of character, then I think in the last seven days, Newcastle. Have certainly passed that and passed it with flying colours because uh, they've responded in exactly the right way with uh, cup progress, getting past Blackburn Rovers in the fifth round. Okay, it was, it was tough. It was on penalties, but then today I think they followed it up in the Premier League with a tremendous 3-0 win over Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, I'm Lee Ryder. I want to talk you through today's 3-0 win at St James's Park for any house side. And I think the best place to start is just by going through the goals. Now, the first goal, uh, fantastic play from Newcastle because it was a counter-attack. Uh, basically, I thought Newcastle allowed Wolves to basically try and come onto them a little bit in the opening stages. Um, something that caused a bit of a debate in the press conference with Gary O'Neill trying to say that his side were true quality on the ball. And that's the reason they had the ball in the first uh, 20 minutes or so, not Newcastle letting them have possession, which we've seen teams do in the past. But let's get back to the, to the descriptions of these goals. So it was Wolves who made an attack down the left hand side and it broke down basically. And then Fabian Shaw just really cool pass, ice cold pass. Um, from the penalty area, which released Gordon, who basically gets on his bike, starts charging down the left hand side, uh, and he's looking for options, and he gets one when Bruno just runs on the outside of him. And he's sort of, I think he's trying to have a shot, um, but it hits the defender and it bubbles up to Alexander Isak, who heads home, and it's a really good goal from Newcastle's point of view because They've shown just how quickly they can break. Uh, They've shown what they were doing at the start of the season and punishing teams uh, when they lose possession. So that was the first goal. Uh, The second one, Fabian Scher again, passing the ball forward to Joe Willock, who finds Jacob Murphy. He crosses in. There's a bit of a mix-up between the keeper and the defence. and Anthony Gordon slams home to make it 2-0. I mean, looking back on the goal, Wolves would be devastated about it, but by, at this point it was driving rain, horror, horrendous conditions, uh, starting to get a little bit chilly as well, and Newcastle really made the most of that opportunity, and really that first half was as good as you're gonna see in the Premier League. 2-0 up, uh, Newcastle making the most of, of their opportunities, the second half was made even better for Newcastle because Wolves suffered injuries. Uh, they lost the goalkeeper Jose saw, and they lost the main man, Pedro Neto, who hadn't had that good of a game uh, considering all the hype going into the match that he was going to be the danger man. Didn't cause Newcastle any danger at all, really. I think he got one crossing. So, yeah, that was uh, a, a bonus from Newcastle's point of view. Second half was just about finding that insurance goal. I guess. And, um, yeah, they did, they created plenty of, uh, chances as well. I think probably the moment that people will talk about is Dan Burns cross after a good play from Gordon. Uh, Joe Willick diving header, which was just scraped past the post. I actually thought it hit the post initially. Um, but yeah, it was just a great opportunity for Newcastle but they couldn't take it thanks to some good defending from Wolves and then the goal that sort of put the lid on it it was again Fabian Scher uh, another champagne pass if you like from the back he just saw Tino Livramento running down the right wing and he made the run and basically gets in the box I wonder what he was going to do next was he going to pull it across for a teammate, he didn't have that many options really, The Gordon was there but in the end he decided to take it on himself and just shimmy his way around the defence and then just almost shovel it in uh, from close range and it was a great run, showed you the the pace he's got and Newcastle United fans at that point were just absolutely delighted because it just put the lid on a really good 3-0 win and this was exactly what Newcastle needed and if you look at um, the league table now, it's it's looking much improved. I mean, Newcastle had only, you say, only dropped down to 10th this day and age. Uh, that is a disappointment for Eddie Howe's team, but they dropped down to 10th um, beforehand after the 4-1 loss at Arsenal. They're now back up to 8th place thanks to Brighton losing 3-0 at Fulham. See, Wolves, they leapfrog because they beat them. They were temporarily in seventh, but basically, uh, West Ham came back to win at Everton, and you know, they're on 42 points just ahead of Newcastle in seventh for what looks like a Europa Conference League place. And really, Newcastle does feel like it's in their own hands. Um, They're on 40 points. Um, Okay, there are teams above them, but I think, you know, from them 11 games, if they can win, I don't know, maybe six or seven of them, then I think that will be enough for them to get into Europe. And they have got uh, West Ham to play, they have got Manchester United to play, they have got Spurs to play. Um, So all those teams in and around them, They've still got to face them uh, at some stage uh, in the running. Now, yeah, looking at the the table, you know, I think obviously fourth place was always going to be beyond Newcastle after Christmas. The fifteen points behind Villa, who have won tonight at Luton three two, but look, if you cannot be optimistic about Newcastle getting to Europe, um, then you never will be because. You know, there's only four points separating um, Newcastle and Man United from six to eight. Uh, Tottenham, (laughs) well, sometimes they've been known to implode in the last stages of the season. We'll have to wait and see. But look, this game really had, had everything that Eddie Howe was looking for. First and foremost, and I said this before the game, I said they need a clean sheet because they just haven't had one for such a long time. They needed the home win, which they got. They hadn't had that since mid-December. They were going into the fourth month um looking for that that first win. So, yeah, it ticked all the boxes, really. But for me, the big thing was the confidence seemed to be back. The swagger seemed to be back. Fabian Scher epitomised that with those... Wonderful passes from the back. I mean, what a player he is to have in your team. You know, he can defend, of course, um, and he doesn't take any stick from from any centre forward. But also, he's just this ball-playing defender who plays this sort of champagne football. And, yeah, and I think he's probably the closest you've seen in that sort of position probably since Philippe Albert in, in my time. I mean, Philippe Albert was was excellent at that bar. I mean, he sometimes did get carried away with those runs forward. But Fabian Shear's got a bit of that um, in him as well. I mean, he scored that against PSG when he got forward. So, what a player he is. I mean, I gave him 10 out of 10 today. I thought he was outstanding. He was my man of the match by a country mile. Um, but there were some other candidates uh, for nines and certainly eights that I don't think there was too many low scores Today in the player ratings. Have a look at them. They're on the Chronicle website right now. And I think really Newcastle fans will, just like the players were, they'll take confidence from this. Um, It was a day where Eddie Howe felt the support of the crowd. And I think if anyone was doubting uh, Eddie Howe's manager, then, and I'm talking externally here, then I think... He responded and the crowd showed that they're right behind him as well. I've actually got a few statistics here about Eddie Howe, which are provided by Newcastle United and we get a pack before each game. And just look at some of these stats. The Premier League managers, points percentage, the top three in club history, Premier League history, Kevin Keegan, Two hundred sixty-four points from one hundred forty-three games, to sixty-one percent point ratio. Then is Eddie Howe, so he's right up there with the very best of them. Newcastle. Eddie Howe, one hundred fifty-two points for Newcastle from ninety-one games, fifty-five point seven percent ratio. And then just below Eddie Howe is Sir Bobby Robson, who picked up three hundred fifty points from one hundred eighty-eight games. He had a fifty-three point two percent points. Ratio and then the win ratios in the Premier League Keegan 54.5%, Eddie Howe just under 48%, and so Bobby Robson 44.1%. So that, you know, in terms of Newcastle United, that doesn't get any better in the club's Premier League history to be in the top three. So I think Eddie Howe has nothing to prove to anyone who pays for the season ticket and has seen a lot of good teams and a lot of bad teams. And I think really, you know, those, those figures do stand out. I think the problem we've got here, um, it's, well, it's not a massive problem, but I think the reason why perhaps anyhow is getting these sort of questions of obviously other managers Lincoln being linked with his job. Julian Nagelsman the other day coming from Germany, um, <sighs> Perhaps the reason he's being questioned is because last season Newcastle finished fourth, and this season they're probably not going to do that. So it could be looked at, looked at as taking a step back. But have these two seasons been the other way around? Then it's very different. Um, Newcastle are still in the FA Cup as well. I, I'm quite happy I've been able to say that um, for quite a few podcasts still in the FA Cup and I can say that for at least another two weeks because that game against Manchester City is yet to be played and who look, if Newcastle turn up at Man City and they show what they showed today and perhaps even tweak a few things then you never know what can happen in that one so it's still all to play for Um, Newcastle do have another Premier League game before them they've travelled to Chelsea where Chelsea are in a bit of a, in a bit of a mess really from their standards in the bottom half of the table. Pochettino is under pressure. I believe there was some Chelsea fans chanting for Jose Mourinho uh, at their game. They drew 2-2 against Brentford. So maybe it is a good time to, to catch Chelsea going into uh, next Monday's game, but we'll have plenty of time to preview that. I think for Newcastle now, um, you look at the fixture list, and you just think that, as I say, six or seven wins might might just get them into that Europa League or Europa Conference League. What I am also looking at here is when you see the, these fixtures um once FA Cup game is done or dusted, regardless of how that one unfolds, crucially, Newcastle have back to back home games against West Ham and Everton. So they can get something at Chelsea and then win those two home games. You'd really fancy them um for that last sort of running of um six, seven, eight games and they've got some really interesting fixtures in that running. And you know, they play Tottenham at home, they play Man United away, uh Sheffield United at home, which you would like to think is a home banker. Burnley away could also be another three points. Brighton at home, he'd fancy them there. Brentford away, Crystal Palace away. So these are not um, the Daunton games that they would have maybe been just a couple of weeks ago. So we're the, the confidence is high once again. I think Eddie Howe in his press conference was very humble. He spoke about the fans. He thanked the fans for backing him all the way through that game. Um, says he thanks them for the patience their understanding their intelligence um in what has been you know a tough season um but here they are you know as i say going into the going the running now in a good position, confidence is back, swagger is back and I think the one thing that for me summed it up today was when Bruno won that challenge close to the end and was basically screaming in delight in front of the Newcastle fans in in the area where the old paddocks were. he's screaming in delight about that moment of the game. And I think that pretty much summed it up. Uh, Newcastle know they've still got work to do, but this is exactly what they needed, exactly what the doctor ordered. And the other good thing is, so many players coming back from injury now, and they're going to just start hitting fitness at the right time. I think that's got to be a, a big, big plus point for, for fans going into the running. So this has been my roundup um, after the game. I've been obviously providing a lot more uh, content on this, but thanks for listening today. Hope you've had a great start to your weekend with this 3-0 no win over Wolves. And I hope um, tomorrow is a great day for you to sit back reflect on a big win. Hopefully a bit warmer than it was at St James's Park and a bit drier but Newcastle have beaten Wolverhampton Wanderers 3-0 at St James Park Thanks for listening and I will speak to you again very soon